We're, we're glad that you're here. Like I said, if you need a Bible, they're in the back. version followers, sorry Sarah, I did not create version, so bummer. I'm going to put you in charge of that next week. You can pull out version, open the app, and follow on, on the Bible if you want to, but our notes are not on there this week. I apologize. Sarah will have it working next week. This week, we're, we're continuing on our fourth week of, of the Lord's Prayer. And we ended First Peter a while ago and felt like we really want to focus on the Lord's Prayer. What does it look like to pray? God shows us in His Scripture what it looks like to pray. And not, not exactly word for word, like we need to repeat this word every day, but the idea of what's behind there. The Spirit is what God is trying to teach us here in how we pray. And so let's look at the beginning, the whole Lord's Prayer. It's in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 9, I think, is where it starts. Correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. But chap- Matthew chapter 6, verse 9-ish, begins the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so let me read it here. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And then this is our part we're looking at today. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. This week for me, and after talking to a lot of you this morning and finding out, has been one of the toughest weeks I've had all year. It's been incredibly tough. So much so that, that yesterday I called Darian at noon. I'm like, Darian, I may need you to preach for me. And he, he didn't have his phone on, so you got me today. <laughs> but it's been one of the toughest weeks that I've had all year. It's been one of the toughest weeks I've had in a really, really long time. This week, I've been hurt deeply. This week, uh, I've been deceived and I've been lied to. This week, uh, I've had to work through being very angry at certain people. This week, I've, honestly, I've lost a lot of sleep this past week. And as I think back on my week, and it sounds like Jeremy had a great week as well, as I think back on my week, I, I, I come across Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Write this down. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. I was wronged this week. Have you ever been wronged? You can nod your head up and down, every single one of you. Have you ever been wronged? And think back on one of those times that you were wronged. Can you put a name to that? Don't vocalize it. We're not, we're not going to do that. But can you put a name to that wrongdoing? A person? And then I want you to take Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. I want you to ask yourself, should our goal to be destroy that person? Or should our goal be to restore that person? And as you're thinking about that person, you're thinking about that wrongdoing, let's just turn it. Turn it right now. Have you ever wronged somebody? Go ahead, shake your heads. Yep. And if you've ever wronged someone, would you hope that person would come back and destroy you or their heart would be so in love with you they would try to restore you? I've been wronged this week. And I've had to ask myself a couple questions. One... Am I holding a debt in my hand? 
Because as we read the Lord's Prayer, He says this week, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And when someone wrongs us, the very first thing we like to do, if you're anything like me, is you like to grab that wrongdoing and you like to hold that debt in your hand. And you, and you like to say, I've got this over you. And you've wronged me, whether I deserve it or not. You have wronged me and I've got this debt and I'm going to hold it in my hand. No, better than that, I'm going to clamp it in my hand. No, better than that, I'm going to put it in my pocket where ain't no one going to hock it. It's there. I'm holding on to it. If you've been wronged, that's the very first thing that I like to do, is grab it and let it be fuel to my fire. Let it get me angry. Let it get me upset. Let it derail me. Man, i got to say this week, I've been struggling with this. See, God's doing cool things here. Would you admit it? Would you agree? God is doing cool things with church project. And Satan's a deceiver. This is how he deceives Aaron Havens this week. He, this week. he comes in and he says, I'm going to let someone wrong you and it's going to hurt. And so you're going to have a debt in your hand right there. Are you going to hold on to it or are you going to let it go? Well, I held on to it a little too long. <laughs> to the point where he starts playing mind games with me. Ever, ever done that to you? Now it's poor Aaron. Poor pity Aaron. Everything's falling apart. Nothing's working. Am I good at anything? I'm really not as good looking as I say I am. Like on and on and on. Like my mind starts playing tricks on me because Satan is deceiving me and I'm holding on to a debt that was never mine to hold to. It was never mine. And as we look at the Lord's Prayer, He says, Forgive us our debts. Has God forgiven your debt? Yes. There's nothing you can do to run away from the love of God. God loves you uncontrollably. That's it. I don't care if you're the worst of sinners and you've done the worst of things. God loves you. He said that debt right there, He let it go. And He says, I love you. I'm going to hold you and I'm going to hug you harder than anything, regardless of whether you deserve it or not. Jesus does not hold that against us. So why do we, when people wrong us, grab the debt, hold on to it, and put it in our pocket? God, please forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So I had to ask myself a question. Am I holding this debt in my hand? Am I holding a grudge, letting it build up anger in me? Am I seeking to gently restore that person? That takes love a whole other level. I mean, we're not talking about just forgiving that person that's done us wrong. But am I seeking to gently restore that person, as Galatians 6.1 says? That actually takes action against those that have done us wrong. And then the third question is just kind of for me. Am I sowing peace? Or am I feeding wars? See, when someone does us wrong, we have an option. And we have choices. We can say, I choose to restore. I choose to love. I choose to speak peace. I I choose to dilute a situation that can be ugly. Or, I'm going to start a war. And I'm going to feed it, and I'm going to put gas on this fire. With our attitude, with our words, with everything that we are. Is this good? This is real good. Have you ever been wronged by someone? 
Have you ever been lied to? Has someone ever cheated you? Are people spreading gossip about you? Have you been deeply hurt? How do you sit here today? Disappointed? Let down? How is your week, Ben? When you're wrong, you have two choices. To be aggressive and to get even. Or to seek peace and to pursue that peace. This is what I've had to do this week. I've had to take the Lord's Prayer and actually hang my hat on it. Actually believe what God says here. And it's been hard. When I'm wronged, there's someone that has done me wrong, there's a debt that's in my hand, and I can choose to fight it, or I can do what Jesus did for me. He forgave my sin. He forgave my wrongdoing. And He says, run into my arms. I want to love you. I want to leave us with one verse today. It's 1 Peter 4.8. Man, memorize this. Get tattoos. Unless you don't believe in tattoos. And never mind. 1 Peter 4.8 Above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. I want you just to close your eyes right now and think about this. Above all Love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. When you have been wronged, when you will be wronged, do you choose to love? Because if you love that person like Jesus loves you, that love will cover over a multitude of sins. Here's a good first step when someone wrongs you. Start praying for them. The Lord's Prayer comes to the rescue of Aaron Havens this week. And this is what it says. It says, God... Would you please cover my sins? God, would you please search my heart and reveal any sin I need to confess or any person I need to forgive? God says, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. God loves you regardless. Are you loving others so deeply that that love will cover over every wrongdoing. That's the kind of love that Jesus displays for us. And thank God, because I deserve death. But His love goes deeper than death and rescues me from that. This week, I challenge you to live out 
the Lord's Prayer. Especially this verse. Forgive us our debts as we, also, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Here's another practical thing that you can do this week. Spread gossip. That's practical. Start spreading gossip. Positive gossip. Start talking people up around you. Talk about your husband like he's a superhero. Talk about your wife like she's the bomb. Start talking about your kids, your co-workers, your friends, your colleagues, the people you go to school. Start talking them up. Because eventually, they're going to begin to believe it. And eventually, they're going to encounter the love of God. And it's only going to be a beautiful thing.